because it's just your default, it's your automatic, right? It's your automation that's built into our human biology programming. And what he says is that that's why, you know, we label these familiar past events as trauma, 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 trauma. But what we can do, like all the emotional charge that we put into reliving these past events, if we can take that same emotional charge and put it into the unknown future, because the unknown future is where all the magic and the unexpected miracles occur. So taking all that emotional charge from the familiar past and placing it into the unknown future, that is what is going to help us transform trauma into wisdom. Hello and welcome to today's episode of 10 Times Your Creative Business. I'm Kat Fulton, your host. This is where we have intimate conversations with creative geniuses about how they were able to make an impact, crank up their business smarts, break free from the starving artist mindset, and 10 times their creative business. So I hope you can walk away from this podcast learning how to use your life's work to support more than just a living, but truly a life by design, paying the world forward with your creative genius. Super excited about today's episode because I have been in business for a long time. So if you've been in business for a really long time and you're feeling some stagnation, you're feeling like, oh, I need to infuse some sort of energy or refresh my mindset, then this is for you. Tune in, let's go. Let's dig right into these seven things that you can do, seven actions you can take in order to get yourself out of a funk, in order to reignite your love and passion and spirit for the work that you do. And the only reason I'm recording this is because I need this advice for myself. So I wrote down seven things that I am currently doing just organically and naturally in order to reignite my spirit. I have been running the same continuing education company for 10 years. And 10 years is actually a really long time when you think about the World Wide Web. <laughs> so even though I've had a business since 2005, so 17 years, um, really like, my, you know, our, our, um, most fun impassioned project has been music therapy at this continuing education website and, uh, 10 years, like I said, is a really long time. And a lot of things have happened in all of these years, including the health crisis that my family went through this past year, which actually kind of threw me out of work, uh, for a few months. So now that I'm coming back into it full force, I'm noticing, you know, what am I doing in order to reignite my spirit in order to get back into it? Well, first of all, um, I do want to say that before the health crisis began, I was getting coaching from a dear colleague and friend named Susan Seal. She's incredible. She's based out of Canada and she does soul coaching and she has helped me tremendously with uh, anxiety, with panic attacks, with my nervous system regulation, as well as finding my, my bigger, higher calling that I can answer to, um, that, that is really God's voice pulling me forward in life. Uh, so she has helped me tremendously. Now I was receiving coaching from her when we got into this health crisis and then I had to put that on pause, but the coaching was really based on Guy Hendricks book called the big leap, because I have felt, even though our gross revenue has increased every single year, I think this year is going to be an exception just because I had to step away and step back due to the health crisis. But 
every single year since 2005, my business has grown in gross revenue increased, even if it's just by 5,000 or 10,000 or some years, 20,000 or a little bit more, um, every year it's increased. And I still, even though there's that little bit of increase, I still have felt this feeling of stagnation, this feeling of like, okay, I'm not really going anywhere. We're just kind of pedaling. We're moving the feet around on the pedals, but maybe the bike isn't really going anywhere. Uh, and so because I wanted to bust through my upper limit as a human, that's why I was reading this book, the, the big leap and getting coaching based upon that book. It's an incredible book. So if you want to jump into it, I highly recommend it. It's about maybe 10 years old or so, but it's really worth it and still very valid, uh, and would, would help you if you're experiencing similar type of stagnation or pedaling, but the bike isn't going anywhere. So. Let's dig into these seven things that I happen to be doing organically that I just noticed this morning. Um, first of all, first, first thing you can do is just take a break and do something completely out of the ordinary. What I did the past couple of days is I traveled up to Sedona, which is less than two hours away from where I live. And I took this abstract painting workshop that was kind of underground, right? It wasn't advertised or promoted anywhere. It was just, uh, just some people, some contacts getting together at a private home and learning abstract painting. And it was a blast. It's something that I've wanted to get into. I've been in love with abstract art since I was in my teens. And um, it was just a way to get out of my logical brain and into the moment and doing something just out, totally outside of my scope. It didn't even have to do with music, right? And I'm a musician, but it was really, really nice to just get out of my head and um, spend a couple of nights in the mountains surrounded by beauty. Uh, so try doing something that's completely out of the ordinary and maybe even stepping away from your regular life just for a few days, if you can. The second thing uh, is the thing that I am fostering and I'm continuing to cultivate for myself. So years and years and years ago, I actually carved out, made sure to intentionally carve out time in my mornings to where mornings are dedicated to creating, right? So there's a difference between creating and consuming. And so years ago I set an intention like, okay, my mornings are for creating, not consuming. Even though sometimes I do have to do a little bit of consuming just to keep updated with my team on Slack or answer some really important emails or whatnot. But for the most part, my mornings are still dedicated highly to creation, creation, creation. Um, so consider doing that for yourself. For me, I feel like my mornings are, are my most creative times, my most productive times when I'm the most alert. I'm not tired after a heavy lunch. Uh, and you know, I'm not, like looking forward to picking up my daughter from daycare and having daughter daughter time. I'm still like in the flow of work in the morning. So that's what works really well for me. So consider dedicating a very specific amount or block of time to creating. All right. That's the second thing. The third thing to consider doing to reignite your passion for what you do is setting up a photo shoot. 
And there are ways to do this in a really inexpensive way. Now, when I have gotten professional shots done, like multiple, 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 like a full day shoot, it's been, it's run me like 25 to $3,500, but there is this company that I'm just so in love with because you know, the internet requires so much imagery these days, but I'm saying, even if you don't have an online presence, do a photo shoot just for yourself and just to share with your family and just to share with your friends so that you can just like feel good about what you're doing, right? Reignite that passion and, uh, getting captured in various positions doing what you're doing, right? Using all the props that you use in your work, in your photos, as well as picking out outfits that reflect the, the branding or the colors that light you up and really ignite you. Okay, so there's this company called FemForce Shoots and they have, uh, it's awesome. It's like $189 for two hour long shoots every single month. And they're based out of Phoenix, but they have six other cities where they're based out of and where they do work as well. So you just sign up. This is super inexpensive and they call themselves, um, you know, your Instagram husband <laughs> or whatever, because they have seen the problem is that Instagram and the internet requires so much imagery, right? In order to document your life. And so they're fulfilling that gap by making it really cost effective. You just show up with maybe one or two changes of an outfit and then they take all these shots. They basically take the same shots of all the people who show up the same like areas. Uh, and it turns out really awesome. I love this company. So I just signed up for some more photos to be done with them. And I think that's really going to help me reignite my fire. So that's the third, a suggestion. The fourth one is making future plans to look forward to uh, in your personal life or in your business life. But what I'm doing specifically is uh, dedicating, we are dedicating our Thanksgiving day and our Black Friday after to just Christmas decorating. And we've kind of set it in stone. We've talked about this and this is what we're doing and um, those two days and it's going to be a blast. So it's something to really, really look forward to. Uh, in the future. That's the fourth, the fourth suggestion. And now the, the fifth one is look into meditations that you enjoy guided meditations, or if you are one to meditate on your own without guidance, then change it up and give yourself different prompts or, um, do it in a different area. Maybe do it outside or just change up your meditation practice. What I'm really obsessed with right now are Joe Dispenza meditations. And I really feel like in order to understand where he's coming from, you have to listen to him explain the rationale and the science behind his specific meditation methodology, because it's a, it's a bit different. And he turns on this Wizard of Oz voice kind of when he does these meditations, but one idea and kind of the rationale that I'm hooked onto right now, and I'm just practicing over and over is what he says is that there is the, I think I've mentioned this in a podcast episode before, by the way. So if I have, forgive me and here we go. There's the familiar past. There's the predictable future. There's the unknown future. And then there's the gift of the present moment. 
So our default setting as human beings is to continue to relive what's familiar, that familiar past, and run it in our heads over and over and re-traumatize ourselves and tell the story over and over, maybe changing it slightly each time, but not noticing you're changing it each time because it's just your default, it's your automatic, right? It's your automation that's built into our human biology programming. And what he says is that that's why you know, we label these familiar past events as trauma, 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 but what we can do, like all the emotional charge that we put into reliving these past events, if we can take that same emotional charge and put it into the unknown future, because the unknown future is where all the magic and the unexpected miracles occur. So taking all that emotional charge from the familiar past and placing it into the unknown future, that is what is going to help us transform trauma into wisdom. So these, fam these familiar past events then you know, instead of reliving them and getting hurt by them over and over, it's like the trauma turns into wisdom. It's still acknowledged. It's still seen as something that occurred and something that is real. It's not bypassed and it's not neglected, but instead of being this painful trauma, it turns into wisdom, the wisdom of the familiar past. So something to think about, that is what I'm practicing right now, and it might not be for everyone, and if it's not for you, then I completely respect that. But that's the fifth suggestion is changing up your meditation practice. The sixth suggestion I have is what I'm doing is I'm saying yes to everything to reignite the passion I have for the work that I do. And that even gets me into trouble. I've been, I've been pitched a lot because I'm just saying yes, 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 yes to everything that comes my way uh, because I want to expand my horizons. I want to see different perspectives. I want to welcome in like freshness and newness and new relationships uh, and business relationships, right? And new, um, new everything. And so even though this gets me in trouble and I have to weed out and filter through the things that don't serve me, it still helps me expand my mind, see other people's perspectives and determine uh, what is it about other people's perspectives that I want to adopt as my own, for example? So um, I'll, I'll give you an example of how this has kind of not gotten me into trouble, but it's, it's attracted stuff that I've had to filter through. So for example, I set up this, um, I found this, this business or this organization that does these events where you can speak on stage to 200 people or something. And I said, sure, I, I'm a speaker. I'm a keynote speaker. And I can do this and I can rev up a crowd and get them energized. Um, and so I sat through this, I didn't realize it was a pitch until the very end. You know, the person asked me, so do you get paid to speak? Do you do it for free or do you pay to speak? And I said, well, if I do it for free, then I'm capturing leads and I'm building relationships with the audience to make sure that, you know, that my time is honored. But um, typically I get paid, of course. Of course, I've always gotten paid to speak. And she said, okay, good to know. And then it wasn't until the very end where she said, well, this is a pay to speak kind of opportunity and it's $1,500 to 
give a keynote, which is what you should do because you're really energetic and you have all this charisma and talent and da 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 And I'm just thinking, oh, <laughs> I don't think that the people in the audience are gonna be that, like the, the business contacts I'll make are gonna be that valuable for me to pay $1,500. But I mean, it was, it was interesting, right? It's interesting to know that this even occurs. Um, I guess I'm so naive because since I have been fortunate enough to be in such a niche market, <laughs> you know, namely music therapists and then creative arts therapists beyond that, and then all their friends and whoever. Uh, but, you know, it was just interesting to see how the real world operates out there. So that is, that would be the sixth suggestion is to start saying yes to everything, knowing that you're going to have to filter out things and determine whether they're actually right fit or not. But saying yes to things has introduced me to people, places, things, ideas that would have never come my way beforehand. And it's really helping me ignite my fire and my passion for my work. So the last suggestion, the seventh one, I am actually borrowing this tip from my friend Draja Jansky. Look up her YouTube channel, D-R-A-Z-A. J-A-N-S-K-Y, Draja Jansky, my, one of my best friends in the whole world. She recently recorded a video where she gave four, um, four tips for becoming wealthy in your happiness and in your joy, right? And so the, the last one she mentions is so special to me and something that I've been intentionally working on over the past few months because I've needed help. I've needed a lot of help and support and a lot of listening ears going through our health crisis. So this is the seventh tip to reignite the passion that you have for your work is to nurture your treasured relationships. So for me, it, it means calling some of my best friends uh, and continuing to um, love on and encourage my friends who, I, I, I mean, all of my friends I respect and I adore, but um, you know, just really being intentional about it, uh, especially my friends who are kind of in the same boat as like running a business and have this idea of what we want in our in this experience on Earth, this Earth school, and looking to just expand our minds to increase our understanding and continue to grow as humans. Uh, so I'm really intentionally nurturing my treasured relationships. And um, yeah, if you are one of my treasured relationships listening, then thank you for being one of my friends uh, and being such a wonderful listening ear to me these past few months. That's what I got, seven things that you can do to reignite the passion that you have for your work. I know that we all have ebbs and flows and mountains and valleys. And you know, if you are kind of stuck in that valley and you're not riding down the mountain of momentum, then please know it's totally normal and you're not alone. And it happens to everyone, no matter how creative or how smart or how, um, how exciting you feel like you are, uh, it happens to everybody and it's normal. So I'm wishing you the best. Take one of these seven actions to reignite your passion and I will see you in the next episode. 
Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of 10 Times Your Creative Business. Your next step now is to take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram and tag me at Kat Fulton or share it on any social media platform. I would love to hear from you. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is or what you can do from this episode that applies and transfers over to your business. So talk to me, connect with me, but you know what would make me even happier is if you could text me ideas for the next show. Whatever you want to learn, just text them to me at 619-345-3375. Now, if you're ready to take your business even further to the next level, then apply for the mentorship program. It's very comprehensive for all your business needs. And by the way, you're not meant to do this alone. You are meant to be fully supported while you move forward in your life and your business. So apply at musictherapyed.com slash mentorship. So I hope to see you on Instagram, text, and in our mentorship program. Be well, feel good, and make your music in the world.